1: Hello, and welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerdfighters Podcast. My name is Squidward the Well-Informed. I'm here with uh, Spongebob and Patrick, um, (laughs) Kathy the CSA, and please don't bring me down, Bruce. (laughs) Oh, so... (laughs)
2: I'd go for the boss. I'd
1: go for the boss. So, um, um, so on my agenda, it says that we, um, unfortunately want to talk about a little bit about, uh, YouTube headquarters, what happened with them. And, um, just a little bit of, um, <laughs> a recap with that. Um, so is everyone aware of what happened in, um, California at one of, um, like YouTube's main headquarters? Yes. Um, that, um, you, a YouTuber decided to, um, um, go in with a, uh, uh, loaded gun and, um, um. I forget um was very uh pissed off with um that their uh videos were getting demonetized because their um their videos weren't advertiser friendly <laughs> in that space um and Phil just came in uh, <laughs> so I'll,
3: I'll, um, my timing uh, couldn't be better.
1: Your timing couldn't be better. We literally started like half a minute ago and we were um talking a little bit about uh YouTube. Um uh-huh. um tell me um what you think about that.
3: Excuse me. Um well uh this person was obviously not happy about being demonetized. Um but at the same time, it's not worth not worth killing people over. Um, this person was obviously disturbed before before any of this went down. Um, and if I remember right, I think her father had uh, was had both reported her missing and possibly and POTS could be could be looking to perpetuate some violence. Um, and then obviously that's that's what happened
1: and um uh, speaking from <laughs> um, with like um i know most of the people don't know a lot about my background i um i do have a couple people who um who've worked in the youtube space i have a friend in music her name's megan tonjas and she um she works within YouTube headquarters, like as a part-time job because her, um, her background is music. Um, and it's unfortunate. I, I tried to get in contact with her this week to see what she thought of it. And, um, she's put videos up on YouTube now, but, um, explaining that this, um, shouldn't have happened that, <laughs> um within that building there's two um keyless entries to um uh badge access so um youtube headquarters is very highly secure but still it's um from a safety perspective
3: it um didn't this didn't – this, I think I read that this occurred kind of like in an outside the was, yeah. dining outside.
2: area. So did you have to go through the building to get there or was there outside mm. access to I don't this think court? So. so she just walked up with people uh, sitting outside.
4: I don't know if it was that area, but I know there were areas where you could just walk up and do that.
2: What they showed mm. on the news was the, the tables. They, it was a court. It was an outside dining area. So it wasn't in the building.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it was – so I didn't get that information. I didn't um, – so it was like in an unrestricted access but it should um, – they should be having tire security now Now that this has happened.
4: yeah. You, but are you going to turn it into a fortress? I mean how are you going it, to it, – it's kind of nice to eat outside. It's kind of nice to have that. Well, you got two you know, different – So what are you going to do? You
0: got two different frames of thought. Like there's companies I call on all the time where you have to go through a pretty extensive – uh, airlock process, check in, driver's license. Oh, yeah. And there's some like when, you know, I work for Hewlett Packard, it's just a wide open, it's like a college campus. Yeah. Um, you can't do that at a Hewlett Packard type environment, which is kind of what YouTube is.
1: It's true. <laughs> yeah. To a, hey, to a level, but then there's other companies like Machinima or Rooster Teeth that are prominent on that, on the YouTube space and are actually, <laughs> Actually
0: large companies
1: in their own right.
0: But, yeah. but there's some people, I mean, at the end of the day, the crux of this whole thing is there's some people that turned what YouTube created into almost like a living. Um, there's people locally, there's an ad agency that specializes just on YouTube. Their, their company is completely bottomed out because there's people making upwards of 10, 20 grand a month just simply vlogging. Um, which is unbelievable to me that, 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 can happen. Um, and now they, they pretty much pulled the wool. Anyone that didn't meet their certain threshold just basically got shut out. Um, it does, again, it doesn't mean you shoot up a damn building. Um, but you know, people kind of count on this now, uh, as, as part of their salary and, and or part of their living. Yeah. Um, and then just to like remove it without warning is, uh, uh, you know, kind of rep- reprehensible on YouTube's part.
1: Um, and a little bit of a tidbit. Um, A lot of like the YouTube stuff like there's been a lot of um, it's run under an algorithm and machine learning so a lot of the demonetization is because of the, the machine learning process. They're just flagging outright so it's kind of unfortunate that her content was taken off at the time it was. I don't condone violence (laughs) in that regard um I I think we all understand why but yeah unfortunate um
2: but this is when we were talking earlier in the wiki, and I referred to this as the Wild West. Um, and to clarify that, it's because there are, there aren't the rules in place. These are new situations, like you said. people... And, com-
3: and companies like YouTube are they're building the rules, and they're kind mm-hmm. of discovering what works for them and their platform. And other platforms are figuring this out too. It's all we're figuring. They're it's uncharted all, territory. You know, to uh, I've been using this metaphor a lot lately. It's the tr- it's the uh, it's the cartoon train along the track where the, uh, where the engineer on the train is pulling a piece of track out of his backpack as the train moves along.
2: I like that Phil. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that that's what a, this this is, this this is a lot of ways.
0: I mean, if you look at the eyeballs that it generates, I did uh, I helped on a digital campaign for a friend of mine who's a professional wrestler on TV right now and he ran for state Rep in Michigan, and we did some videos with uh, with uh, Kurt Angle, the Olympic gold medalist. Um, basically, it was kind of a comical. it was really well done, um, and I posted it to my YouTube just to you know and shared it to him. I've got a quarter million views, and I think our monetization was twenty bucks. So he's like, "Hey, let's let's turn that money in from YouTube into something else, you know." And I so so imagine the people making 20 grand a month, how many eyeballs that that generates. Um and they're all and the thing that makes me laugh is YouTube's been driving me nuts lately cuz it's damn intercom ads every single thing I click play on is an intercom ad for 5 seconds. And you just wonder how many people, you know, again, how how uh useful those ads are. I guess that's a good word. Um you know who bought anything off of off of a YouTube ad? You know you click skip ad as quickly as you possible and you move on.
3: Right, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, occasionally, and if, if it's, it's thirty
0: a, seconds, sorry, a, sorry, a, Phil. And if it's a thirty second ad, you're like, oh Christ, and you throw your hands up and you look at something else okay. until the thing pops back on. Right. I mean, they're not useful ads. Yeah, uh, you're and,
4: sitting behind me when I said <laughs> <you totally>, Exactly.
3: <laughs> Although, if it's a trailer for a for a movie or a TV show, sometimes I'll let those play. But that those are that is an exception. Right.
0: The only one I've I've watched I've, is the Super Troopers two trailer or ad. Mm-hmm. I've watched that already like thirteen times. Um, that uh, literally, that's I think that's the only one I've watched since uh, in the last
3: year. There was there was an ad for for a, for a real for a let's play for a long play let's play what have you. Um, that came up as an ad for the game Sniper Ghost Warrior three. Um, this was probably about a year and a half ago that, and it was six minute ad, but I watched it all the way through because the guy, the guy playing it, made it look, made the game look really interesting. It's too bad when the game came out, it was, it was savaged by the reviews, but it was a good, uh, it was an interesting six minutes. Yeah. And I've had, um, an ad
1: for boss baby <laughs> just to have, um, a trailer for Deadpool 2, so it, uh, it's a little bit broken. I understand that. But speaking about um, broken and state senates, um, do any of you hear about this one um, person who wants to go for a state senate and he's trying to arm the homeless with shotguns?
2: Well, I think any kind of guns. It's just arm the homeless. hashtag uh, Arm the homeless. That's what he's who's running. Who's this? On. Yeah, I libertarian it seems like a candidate. Wow. <laughs> I, um, uh, yeah.
1: This guy is so famous, I won't say his name on air. So it just I, sounds
3: like somebody who wants to own, who runs a gun shop and wants to sell a whole yeah. bunch no, of guns.
2: No, he doesn't own a gun shop. He hmm. no. He sounds ch- like
0: someone that wants his name on the news, which he did a good job yeah. of doing. Oh,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. Right. he
1: was on. Um, He got his name on Channel 4, and, uh, yeah, I'll leave his name up to, I don't like to spread fake news, but I'll just say, like, it's more of like a Tom Morello uh, system, oh, not system of a down. Um,
3: Rage Against the Machine. Rage
1: Against the Machine, because um, around the same time Tom had this, uh, Guitar that said, "Arm the homeless." Right? Yeah.
0: How about so we, we just feed them? How about that? Yeah. We'll
1: start there. start there. You're saying feed the state senator a guitar? <laughs> yes. Upside <That, yes>. <laughs> his <laughs> upside his head. Yes. And you uh, feed him the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I well, feed can, him to the homeless. Yeah. I don't want that's, to repeat that. I don't
4: condone green. violence. Exactly. It's people. <laughs> but it's sometimes football.
3: you got to do what you got to do.
4: Yes. Just do it for the children. Correct. Right. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> Justifies anything,
1: yes. <laughs> like just organized crime, like um, like we were talking a little bit about um, how there are a lot of prominent uh, like companies on YouTube um heard a uh, a lot of videos about denouncing a um. A YouTube channel and company called Channel Awesome. what they're most prominent on doing is um, their most well-defined character is the Nostalgia Critic, a.k.a. Doug Walker. And uh, back like in 2009, 2010, that's when they got, um, when he got very, very successful. And through that, his intent was to make an MCN, a multi-channel network that... um, would have C to E list actors to um, broaden the scope. And over like the past nine years, um, they've done relatively well. But last week, the um, public has found out that um, a lot of their creators have been victims of um, sexual assault and. Um, <laughs> and just um, bad company policy and so a lot of people have made the hashtag um, change the channel (laughs) because of it (laughs) (laughs) because it's no longer awesome (laughs) to work there Really,
4: I've
3: never seen it there was apparently a 59 page Google Doc that went out with various levels of allegation from just simple douchebaggery to, you know, outright, cr- uh, cr- um, maybe something criminal. Um, I didn't have a chance to read the whole document or really even browse any part of it because it was all just words on a page to me. But, um, some, you know, it, it all comes down. I think I think we're coming to an era where I think folks are, are getting, cons- you know, they want to know the folks who make the content. Are, are being treated well, and I think you're seeing you 're seeing this um, kind of feed into some of the various hashtag movements that have erupted in the in the wake of the harvey weinstein scandal
1: like the me toos yep. and the yeah and a little bit of a difference to Weinstein to this is that um, um, one of their main prominent um, comic books, um there's this guy who's now working independently. His name is Linkara, and I, um, I've i met him from time to time. And he's known as the guy who reviews bad comic books. And he came out, like, maybe, like, three years saying that this is not a good place to work at. I um, got laid off from there. But, yeah, um... um I know that many, I mean, not many of these people in this um, um, here are big comic book fans, but I would encourage what? to give. Um, uh, who, just,
2: just, no, no, oh, no! Oh,
1: no! No! Nobody! <laughs> nobody! Oh, I, mean, I was a fan. I, could,
3: of, I was a fan of comics in the early '90s, but. Now I just have time for to uh, go see Iron Man in the in the cinemas.
2: I used to read Archie. Right. Does
3: I
4: that si- count? Does my sister used to read Archie.
3: Yeah. Right. I just stick to Bazooka Joe comics. Oh,
4: Bazooka <laughs> Joe. Sorry.
3: That's all I can do. Oh, Bazooka Joe. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. You <laughs> <and> your crazy <laughs> adventures. Uh. <laughs>
2: You got the bubble gum, though, with it. Yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. and that fortune, was the best part.
3: <laughs> and the fortune. Oh, and the
2: fortune. Oh, yeah. Did, did those wow. come with
3: lottery numbers, too? Or?
2: <laughs> Not back then. We didn't uh, have the lottery uh, back then.
3: Yes. All right. Sorry, Ian. It's
4: um,
1: okay. <laughs> just, just leave me out of my podcast, please. <laughs> hey, no. Uh, uh, my name is Ian. I think you all know that. Um, but, no. Um, so, yeah, I would um go to his YouTube channel or Twitter and give him a little bit of love that's what that, I mean not <coughs> I mean just <laughs> check out some of his videos and see um, how well he reviews <sighs> but yeah um so it's kind of I I've met Doug I've met a lot of the people from channel awesome from time to time whether it be the cons or the Midwest Media Expo. So I, um, I kind of <laughs> – it's hard to – sometimes it's hard to read people. <laughs> I feel like um, if you like someone enough, it's like um, that positive motivation – you can't always see like what
3: their intentions are, what their agenda is and um, and stuff like that too doesn't come out until you really spend a lot of time with somebody too. you know you met You meet someone for a, for a, an hour or two at Numicon if it's even that long, it's a lot different than working with them day in and day out.
4: Yeah, and people compartmentalize their behavior. A lot. I'm a different person in public than I am in private, and I'm sure that's true of a lot of people. So the person that they're going home to or working with on a daily basis might be different than you know just shaking hands at a conference.
1: Yeah, and there are um, there are other like artists uh, like on the YouTube space or or anywhere that show a different side of them. Like um, I saw this one video by. undertaker back when he was still the undertaker and um, but um, he went to a, a UFC game and um, reporter asked him would you want to become a UFC fighter and it was like if this were 20 years ago I would totally do that but now I'm a little bit too old and it's like Undertaker is actually talking, and <laughs> kind of um, a different side of him than most others wouldn't see of him. But yeah, it's unfortunate. Kind of, um, kind of torn on whether I want to see channel awesome or not <laughs> in that regard.
3: Um, never meet your heroes. Never, That's why they say yeah. never meet your heroes.
1: Yeah, there's something to that. There's all, all yes meant to a level. <laughs>
0: Andrew McCarthy, you broke our heart. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> one of the biggest douchebags I've ever met or will ever meet. Um, one of the worst people. And it was sad because he was one of our heroes growing up, you know, Rat Brat Pack, and just complete, complete clown. Like, don't go to cons if you're going to act like that. Um, and thank God Anthony Michael Hall was cool. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, you get you get to catch 22s. It's like one out of 10 or are, 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 are jerks. Um, for every uh, Anthony Michael Hall, there's a Ric Flair and a, yeah. and Andrew McCarthy, <laughs> and he's not working um,
4: much anymore. Which probably, that? Andrew McCarthy? Yeah,
0: he made a, he made this weird statement that I will only talk about my work recently on like CSI or <laughs> all, all the like the you know like the wow. that they hire all the actors that you know Left for Dead yeah. shows, um, and he won't talk about anything Brad Pack, and it's like that's why you're here. Like I'll never <laughs> understand that. Um, try to get someone to say a catchphrase for our podcast and they won't say it. Like, you know, Jimmy Walker. We just wanted him to say the IT and the D show is clap dynamite. And he goes, "I don't do that shit." We're like, that's why you're here, JJ. Like, what are you doing to us? That's why
3: anybody knows who you are.
0: Exactly. You're here because, you know, um yeah, no agree though with the whole hero thing. Like, there's a few people that are just like, "Oh, you broke my heart, I hate you."
1: Yeah. So, we have a little bit more to um, relate to. Um, to that level. So I was wanting to um, talk to you, Patrick, about like yes. what type of music do you like to perform and what uh, got you into sure. music? Not that it's comic books or anything like oh, that. No. <laughs> um,
5: just straight up rock and roll. Um, basically performing that but i like to branch out too i I don't like to stick to just one genre and uh what got me into it um i know this is uh gonna be like a lot of it's uh basically i started out listening to weird al and then branched out from there (laughs) you know weird al and then the one that got me into uh rock music was uh rick springfield so Uh, that makes two of us yeah um I mean except the Rick Springsteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rick Springsteen, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know, but it's it's a lot of fun. And and now recently I've discovered Motown, so great stuff to play.
1: And and you have um and you have like a song that we listen to um before um, mm-hmm. strength, yeah. Well, yeah, we listened to that and yeah. we all liked it. And, uh-huh. yes. Thank you, thank yes. you. Yes. Um, uh-huh. um I think what else? Um, so, um, you play bass. You yeah. play a yeah. lot. I love from, the groove. You like the groove. You like yep. the alternative yep. and
5: the. Yep, likening with the drummer is just It's a great feeling. It's fantastic. <laughs> getting people dancing and whatnot, so yeah. it's really cool. Um,
1: tell us a little bit about like um like what you want to get into
5: next. Oh. Well, I don't know. I mean basically there's uh it seems like a lot of the the market as far as a lot of uh, performing has gone in the way of like the cover band the cover bands and the uh, tribute bands and stuff like that. And I've always been a songwriter so I'm still trying to hang on to that. And uh, but it it's difficult, but hey, it's still fun, and that's the number one thing as far as music for me.
1: So, and you like, hey, you like some of the parody, you like,
5: oh funny. yeah, a lot of the parody stuff, you know.
2: So you know that makes so much sense, Patrick. I never put that together, but you do comedy as well. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. could, I never the Al the Weird Al, yeah, makes sense I, that, that drew you into the music aspect. Yeah,
5: I even took time off, like. a, a couple of years off to do stand-up, but... Yeah, at the end of the day, I had to go back to music because I, I just love it so much.
1: But you're um, sitting down and speaking yes. as of right now. So.
5: Yes. <laughs> I'm not breaking out in a song. Uh-oh. No way. It's <laughs> no.
2: not standing up either. And uh. go with the original stuff. Like, I get that a lot of people are doing covers and mm-hmm. they're doing those shows. And yeah. And I don't know why that's so popular. Is there, can they not get the younger kids out to go see mm-hmm. the shows now? They're all... Watching it, but they're they're all watching them on
3: YouTube now. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. So it's all for us older, <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah. I won't include you guys, all right? It's maybe it's I mean, for I, me, but
5: yeah. I mean, I respect the people doing the covers too. So yeah, I but mean,
2: I don't even enjoy the covers as much. Um, I mean, years like years ago, I saw a Beatlemania mm-hmm. cover, which was which was which was good. But I want to see the original artists. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing really cool I saw the Eagles a couple weeks ago. Oh. Um, And Deacon Fry Mm -hmm. took his dad's place, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That was good. But still the originals were there. Don Henley was there. and Mm -hmm. um, Joe Walsh was there. That was pretty good. I don't want to see a bunch of – I want to see the people who were originally in the band Mm -hmm. doing the music.
5: Yeah. But I know I've I've got a friend that she does – she basically is in a different band. She works like basically Tuesday through Saturday doing different cover band stuff. I guess that's all she's doing as far as making a living. Where so. is she doing that at, though? She's like, different bars. That's what I'm different thinking. Different like the bars are
2: that. one thing, the bars and the clubs yeah. are one thing, but for the big arenas, the big stages.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah, I want to see original or. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. yeah. Um.
1: So, Al Dayford, attention from um. Uh, Patrick to Bruce. Uh, what brings you here today outside of... Um, you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> you no, said, will it uh, come out? I said, sure, I will. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of how it went. It um, gets
4: us all that way. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You're so clever. Uh,
1: yeah, some um, Couches foiled again. Or No, not, not that. Um, more of an inside joke, but uh, no... Um, um, reason I brought you in is that um, you had recently been on the news a little bit, um, not like any of the shootings on YouTube, but, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you had gotten on to um, uh, WXYZ, correct? Uh, yeah, um, and um, you were um, you were being promoted by that channel through uh, Madigan's Attic. Uh,
4: yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm in a few bands. One of them's an acoustic trio, and we've played at the uh, St. Patrick's Day is a big, you know, high holiday for us, and we've got a lot of work that time of year. And uh, we played in the parade the last couple of years, the Detroit parade. And this year we were playing uh, at uh, the Family Fun Zone, and uh, we were on Channel Seven slash Twenty to promote the the parade, which was really kind of fun. I. I not done music on tv before and not on a new show like that um so that was kind of cool we we had a good time they gave us two minutes and actually they gave us a minute and a half we said we don't know any minute and a half songs can we have two minutes so we gave them a quick two minute song
1: Oh, awesome, and um, you played a two-minute song from Vatican's Attic, and
4: well, it's a oh. traditional Irish song. We did, you know, I'll tell me, Ma, but you know, that's that band around that time of year. It's all Irish all the time. It's Black Velvet Band. It's Wild Rover. It's all you know, even stuff that's deep in the weeds like Mrs. Murphy's Chowder and just silly stuff. So, oh. yeah. and if I had a million dollars, well, and- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that trio does. It's it's. Kind of a really odd mix of covers and Irish stuff, and you know, we've got Motown that we do, and just weird stuff that we do. We we call our set list songs we like, yeah. Um, that's kind of set list, it kind of is, yeah. See, and you're set
1: for music and life in that yeah. regard, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, um, so you that band plays mainly Irish songs, um, um. You are part of another band called Six and the Sevens.
4: I am, but Six and the Sevens is uh, permanently on a hiatus unless something changes. Um, That band took a hiatus because uh, the other guitar player uh, had a child. And uh, it was, you know, we took three months off and said, you know what, maybe it's a good time. We've been together in some form or another for almost 10 years writing our own songs and performing all around Detroit. And uh, had a good run, as good a run as you're going to have, you know, really. And uh, so we're done now. And the bass player and uh, drummer in that band are now formed another band called Reckless Jane uh, with, with Chrissy Morgan, who I just sang with, and uh, and Gerald uh, Collins. And then I'm forming my own band with my own music to do. So Because I've got an EP coming out and – I'll have a full band to support that,
1: and we'll have that at the outro as oh, well. Nice. So yes, um, but yeah, six and sevens are kind of taking hiatus because it's one thirty right now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what it but, is. Yes, yeah. <laughs> get technical here, but um, yeah, that band was more of a rock, and yeah, that was rock band. And that that was, was rock,
4: rock and, or power pop. You know, I don't know what we'd call nice. it, but. Yeah. Um, um
1: so um like with mannequin's at um like with Madigan's attic did you um how did you come up with the name
4: uh that was a name that I came up with uh that <laughs> we the that band really quick, funny story is that band formed because Doug Thompson, who's the, the main singer in that band, had St Patrick's Day gig to play six hours of Irish music at O'Mara's. and uh and the his partner bailed on him. And Doug knows Bob, and Bob didn't have a lot of performing experience, but, it, but he you know, was interested in doing it. He said, I'll do it if you'll do it, meaning me. And I had no Irish songs to listen to, but I'd never played any Irish music. So I had to learn six hours of Irish music in about six weeks. And, <sighs> and so then we needed a name, and we just wanted something that sounded vaguely Irish. And we, I just threw out like a hundred names, and that's the one we chose you didn't choose six in the sixes
1: because it took you six hours within six months time <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, no um, no um, um, little um, question for both of you um, um, like like within tome what do you um, like are you a bass an alto like no, I'm sorry, uh, Bruce. Do you sing more of a
4: like an alto or a soprano? I, <laughs> <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, I sang soprano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm a. I think I'm a baritone. Uh, I was a tenor all through school, and I always sang first tenor because I can sing falsetto well enough. And um, but I usually sing, you know, low tenor, high baritone.
1: Low tenor, high baritone. I'm more of a bass singer i can reach those tenor levels only (laughs) (laughs) lose my voice i've not heard it my voice i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) maybe i shouldn't hear it oh no, I'm not gonna um, go on the song. I've already. Um, oh come on! Oh, oh, I, I don't. No, no. I don't think anybody's no. still listening. No. <laughs> no. no,
4: nobody's still listening. No. Got my guitar, you know, right in the car. Yeah. So you've got come your on. guitar right
1: in the car, and I've got my violin there too. So. I mean, in my bass in the car. No. Um, um, maybe another time, but oh. uh, but then we'll have to be all about the bass, right, Patrick? Yes. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. no trouble. No trouble. <laughs> we
1: don't want no trouble. Trou- we don't want trouble any trouble. Uh, no. So um, do you feel that this is a wrap or I'm asking all of you?
3: Hmm. Um, well, if we wanted to get a wrap, we would have to see if we could get Eminem to join us in the studio. He's a little busy, though, I hear. And I can't rap No way.
4: Yeah, not a rapper, sorry. No,
3: no. See, that's we, a
2: younger oh. thing. My younger son is into that. Uh, that's a younger thing.
1: Uh-huh. No, but I guess we can't actually be sharp about that in any aspect or um, we just kind of have to end it on a uh, major scale. So, <laughs> so,
4: um, so wait so, a minute,
2: Bruce, you're a singer what? or you play an instrument as well? Did I miss that?
4: Uh, I sing and I play guitar. Play guitar. And, and also piano. Yeah. Well, I play piano unless you play piano and you watch me and you're like, that guy doesn't know what he's doing. But I fumble uh, through it. But um, you do not play
1: harmonica. So I, do, I do play harmonica. You I do played do harmonica play, today. You played harmonica today. Oh, I should have come over, but yeah. I'm looking for more like housing and other things. Gotcha. Which- Bruce,
2: you said you played at the farmer's market today i did is that something that is a
4: reoccurring it's the first time uh chrissy and i've played it and uh it just kind of came upon us it was right after you asked me to do this and uh so i I could see playing there again i liked it it was fun you know it's easy for us because you don't have to bring much gear they don't want you to be super loud which which I appreciate you know so just bring a few things it's almost like practice for us because we both live nearby
2: and was there a good response was it well received with the people who were there this morning
4: yeah very much so uh, Chrissy's just Chrissy Morgan is just a phenomenal singer and she plays in more bands than I do and all over town and she just has this fabulous instrument and um, I'm just there to hold it up and you know sing some harmonies and leads on a few songs and that's that's about it and when She's just really good at bringing people in, so we had kids playing, you know, shakers and stuff, and oh, fun! Yeah, people dancing right out front. It was really nice.
1: Huh. Awesome. So, um, um, Bruce, where do you usually play? A, a side farmers market or
4: uh, Madigan's Attic plays a lot in Berkeley, so we play at Patrick J's and we play at uh, Omera's uh, and here and there. I play solo stuff at floods in Clinton Township and North Center Brewing Company in Northville um and then in bands I'll play anywhere but I I know I'll probably be at the Cashew Cafe again and PJ's and places like that. Mm-hmm.
1: And Patrick, we can find you more on uh SoundCloud. And, yeah. Uh,
6: yep.
4: And
5: yeah. uh actually right now I'm currently looking for another band, so kind of just out, uh searching things out and stuff so yeah. Oh, okay,
1: um, Phil. Where can we
3: find you? You can probably find me at a karaoke bar. Um trying to uh, remember the words to "We Didn't Start the Fire." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Kathy, where can we find you outside of making? I am the... like
2: Popeye. I am where I am. That's, you that's are where that's you I are, <laughs> and I do love my spinach. So,
1: and my name is Ian. You can find me on Twitter at Ianformed, Ian, um, informed with an I, um, you can find me on YouTube, not watching channel awesome anymore. Um, acting like, um, comic book guy. Um, yeah, that's basically it. So, um, thank you for listening. Um, um, thank you guys for coming.
4: Um. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome, and uh,
1: and um, don't forget to be awesome, DFTBA. Yep.
7: You say you don't love me, but that's a lie. You don't understand what we've been doing. I don't bother to try. We can't say a word to each other without it bringing us down. We don't need to say anything at all. Not a sound. Mm -hmm. Not a sound. Your friends, they all tell you to leave me behind They all say that I'm not the one, it's just a matter of time But they don't know what we're feeling, yeah Can't see what we see They don't know what we got, yeah They won't believe, they can't believe Don't run away Don't run away a fact cause all I want is to be near you I think you know what I mean Yeah, I don't care what we call it yeah yeah I don't care I don't care just don't run away don't run away Don't run away